Welcome to Ladder Talk Live, a podcast for leaders, thinkers, and future makers. Covering topics like personal branding, self-awareness, networking, fear, and career management. I'm your host, I'm Coach Polina. Good morning, good morning, everyone. Happy Monday. I hope you're having an amazing start to this beautiful week. Uh, We have another productive week on our hands. So hope you all are buckled in and ready to um, tackle the week, Uh, tackle the things that you've planned to tackle. I'm excited to cheer you on. I'm excited to see what you have to do this week. So if this is your first time joining, as always, feel free to introduce yourself into the chat so I can greet you. If you are a repeat listener and and you've been around for a while, don't, you know, don't be shy now. Go ahead and introduce yourself into the chat as well. Would love to see you and and, um, greet you. Good morning, Dell and Leslie. Thank you for joining. Um, This week, we have another exciting week plan full of information, uh, full of learning. And this week is a fun one. This week is going to be about financial literacy. This is Financial Literacy Week, so this is going to be jam-packed full of information each and every week. So I encourage you, if you're watching this live um, and not driving, if you're watching this on your uh, podcast, uh, wherever you're watching your podcast, jot things down this week. You're going to be able to utilize a lot of the things that we're talking about this week in your everyday life. I'm telling you, it's going to be game-changing for a lot of us. So good morning, Coach D, who is actually going to be joining us this joining us this week. If you're not already following her, make sure you are doing so so that you're aware of when her episode goes live, which will be this Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern. Good morning, Steph. Good to see you. So today, specifically, we're going to be talking about what is financial awareness. A lot of times, good morning, Danny, we talk about, you know, you need to be financially aware. You need to be, you know, able to understand what's going on. But a lot of times we need to take a step back. And we need to understand what in the world is financial awareness. So what does it mean? Financial awareness is the ability to be aware of the state of your money and how it affects the rest of your life. I mean, point blank, period. It's more than just being able to balance a checkbook. It's understanding what it means to have enough money in your bank account and what it means when you don't. Now, some of us will be saying, you know, the difference between being broke and not being broke, but there's more to it. It's knowing how much money is enough for your needs and what needs don't need to be met (laughs) by money at all. And it's understanding that sometimes it's okay if you can't make ends meet, that sometimes having less is better than having more. Uh, I went to a uh, rich, uh, mastermind a couple of months ago, and one of the speakers who's worth millions asked, uh, what is it worth to be you? What is it worth to be you? If you're watching this live, I'd love your input. Well, how much does it cost to be you? Do you know your number? Throw it in the chat if you do. Let, let me know. And we're going to address why I'm asking that at the end of the episode. So as you're trickling in and you're thinking this through, throw that number out there. I'm not going to say that there's a wrong answer or a right answer. I just want your answer. How much does it cost to be you? That's what I want. I want you to think. Think about. So question first, 
how financial awareness can be a tool for self-care. I want to talk through that. So financial awareness is a crucial tool for self-care. It's easy to think that managing your finances is just about paying bills and making sure you have enough money for rent or food, but there's much more to do uh, than that. It's not just about paying your mortgage and car notes and things like that. Uh, financial awareness can help you identify problems before they happen, and it can help you prevent them from happening in the first place. If you're not aware of what's going on with your money, how will you know if something is wrong? You might be spending too much or having too much impulse buys, or maybe your credit card debt is getting out of control. Without knowing what's happening with your money, these issues can easily slip by unnoticed until they become a serious problem. Some of us know about Amazon Day coming tomorrow, and you can't wait to see what type of deals are going to be had. Re remember, it is very important for you to identify what it's very important for you to identify what in the world is relevant for you. What can you really afford? By keeping track of your spending habits and other financial details on a regular basis, you can keep tabs on how well everything is going financially. This way, when something does go wrong or right, you'll be able to identify it quickly and make changes as needed without having to be reactive. Ultimately, you're being much more proactive in your approach to financial awareness. Next thing we want to talk about, why knowing what matters most to you most of all. So why, why is it so important? When you know what matters most to you, everything else will fall into place. If you're not sure about what your priorities are, it can be hard to make decisions that reflect who you really are. You might end up feeling like a fraud or a phony because you don't feel like you are the person doing the things um, really is you. And because people around you won't see the real you either. But if you learn how to identify what matters most to you and use those values as a compass for decision making, everything will continue to fall into place. You'll be able to act with integrity and confidence, knowing that every choice is in line with who you really are. In turn, others will be able to trust your word and understand that everything comes with it from a place of authenticity and intentionality. Now, I just asked a few minutes ago to tell me, what does it cost to be you? What does it cost to be you? As, as new people are joining, I want you to really reflect on that and start to type in the chat, what does it cost to be you? This is a serious question. Good morning, Sean, Barbara, Mr. Triplett. What does it cost to be you? Thank you, Shekana. We have, we have a number here. We're going to address that number at the end of, of today's episode. Next thing we want to look at is how to get started with building financial awareness in your life. So you're here because you want to learn how to get started with building financial awareness in your in your life. You've probably heard of conflicting advice about what what's best for your money and your future. So we'll start by giving you the lowdown on what we believe is to be the most important thing, which is you. That's the big secret. What do you feel you're um, wanting to invest your time in? Because as we all know, time is money. So what does that mean to you? How are you affected by it? And how are you planning for it? Your financial future depends on you and not on some advisor, stock analyst, or CNBC pundit. It depends on what you decide to do with your money. And that means being proactive about making sure that you understand where it's going, why it's going there, and what kind of impact your actions have on it. So let's, let's start an experiment. Every day this week, 
Monday through Friday, just one day at a time. Take a look at where your money is going and make a conscious decision about whether or not you think it's worth it. If it is, great. If it's not, well, then maybe now you'd be a good time to start thinking about how you can spend less money or more carefully on things that don't matter as much. So I want to talk about what your what it costs to be you. What it costs to be you is your living expenses. It's not, you know, what you feel that you're worth. It's your living expenses. How much mortgage are you paying a month? How much rent are you paying a month? What does it cost to um, purchase your car? How much are you paying on your auto, your insurance, your health insurance? How much are you paying on electricity? How much are you paying on uh, Netflix and Hulu and all of those particular things? How much does it cost to put your children in school, right? That's how much it costs to be you. You need to know your number so that you know whether or not you're living in your means or outside of your means. Now, I am not a financial analyst. I, I am not a financial guru, so I will not pretend to provide that level of advice. Seek your own support for that. But I will say it is important to be at least aware of what's coming in and how much is actually going out and reflecting on what are you really using? Now, many of us will say, well, you know, what's a $9.99 subscription? It's not that big of a deal. Maybe not, but it adds up over time, over the year. Is it really giving you, is it really earning your time? That's what's important to reflect. Is it really earning your time and is it making you money? Now, some of us, you know, if you're an actor or that's your profession, you do need to be looking at what's out there and figuring out what the market is, is wanting and, and things of that nature. So having a Netflix account is giving you money. It is paying you. But if you're not in that field, is it truly paying you? Are you getting a return on your investment? If you're paying and giving all of your energy and your time into being on the on your on your phone or on your, you know, television screen in front of your TV, is it giving you money back? Is it giving you a return on your investment? These are the things you need to reflect on. Now, your home Yes, you need a place to stay. You need a place to recharge. A recharge allows you more mental capacity, more, more openness to those things. So you'd be able to then reflect on that, right? But, you know, in terms of being able to um, determine if it's giving money back, that's the key. That's the key. Is it, is it giving you money back? So Mr. Triplett says wife takes care of the money and advises me when to stop spending it. That's that's, a, you know, sometimes we have to identify when we're not the one to, to handle it. Now, we should still be aware, be fair into into your because it's a lot of pressure to put on one person because then you blame them if if something goes wrong. But you should also be aware when you're in a relationship, you should both be aware of what's going on in the finances. Ignorance is bliss. Um I am on multiple screens. So as you all know, I cross stream. So I'm on Entra, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Twitch. And to this screen, I'm on Instagram on my phone. So that's where we're, where we're going back and forth. Um, so knowing your number, now you can identify what are you bringing in? How much of a profit are you receiving every week, depending on how frequently you're getting paid every month? And then determining, is it worth it? If you're making an extra $2,000 a month, is that worth your time? That's when you really need to reflect 
hmm, do I need to be looking for other employment? Is 2000, because that's where you're finding your rainy day fund, right? They, they say it's important to have at least three to six months of savings in case something happens if you're unable to work. So the question is, are you prepared for that? And is the company you're working for creating a, a safe place for you to do that? If you're not making a bunch of extra money and you're living paycheck to paycheck or just above uh, your means, then why we might want to consider looking elsewhere for support. We might want to look elsewhere for employment. I say that with love because when you're looking at your expenses, you get to decide what are you spending them on? So either you need to earn more or you need to spend less. If you know that you're not saving enough, if you have to decide, can I afford this particular luxury, which may be a movie or a pair of shoes or a bag or whatever, you know, you're into, in, into a trip, whatever. But if you have to grab onto your pocketbook, as they say, a little tightly because you don't have it to spare, you need to look at how you're spending your money today. How are you spending your money? And how are you being, um, how is your time being invested? What are they investing in you for your time? That's what your company is paying you for. If you make $80,000 a year, you're telling them your time is worth $80,000 a year. But if your bills are above that amount, that's not your time. That's not the time you're worth. You're worth more because you're spending more or you need to be spending less. So really start to, to jot down, put, put into words, uh, what, are, what, are your, what is your current spend? How much does it cost to be you? And really look at what that cost is. They have apps and things like that for you, for, for you to utilize. But what does it really cost to be you? Now, I just uh, talked about the, the main ones, which is mortgage, rent, um, electricity, uh, the car note, you know, um, medical and all of those things. That, that's the basics, right? That's the foundation. But how much are you spending to eat out? How much are you spending to, you know, uh, gas every week? How much are you spending on all of the non-essentials that you don't even think about? That's something you also need to factor in because you're going out every weekend, enjoying your weekend. Those things add up. And once again, that's trickling into what should be your savings. But if, if you're not being paid adequately at your with your employer, then that's something you really need to be factoring in. Is it time for a change? Because if you can't afford those things, if you don't have three to six months of savings, you need to be considering, do I need other employment that's going to pay me my worth for my time? Because you've, that, you've said your time is worth that amount. I hope this is making sense. I hope I hope that this is tracking with with everyone because that is it's really important to know exactly where your money is going and what you're going to be doing with it because we can't anticipate when something bad is going to happen. We can't. If we look at all of the people impacted recently through Hurricane Ian and the fact of people coming back to um, not having homes to not having access to certain amenities. You know, I mean, if you've caught up on the news, you know that there are a lot of things going on in these areas that have been affected. And many people are unable to work because their business is no longer there. 
have you prepared for for the things you can't even imagine could happen? This all jokes aside, have you are you preparing? We've all experienced that life can truly change with this pandemic, something that no one anticipated at, at that scale. So now you know that these things are real, right? It's not a conspiracy thinking. It's this is what has happened and this this could impact you. So how are you preparing your finances now that you know that that could happen again? Right. We, we hear about all these different things happening. What what is it that you're are you now preparing? Are you taking this life that you're in seriously enough to plan for it? And if you're not, it's time to get serious. It's time to get real and make adjustments. It's not too late. Many of you have a strong skill set in something that can pay you well. Right. Find opportunities to get paid your worth for doing what you love, for, for doing the things that you're good at. But remember, we have to plan for the things that we don't even wanna think about. You have to plan for those things because that's also a part of real life. This podcast, as you all know, it, it is an inspirational podcast, but we're talking about real life. We are, and life sometimes has its ups and it has its downs, and we need to prepare for both sides of those things because we get the opportunity to grow and live through it. And I want you to, to think about your future. So the rest of this week, that is what we're talking about. Financial literacy is absolutely um, important for each and every person at whatever level you're at. Whether you're a millionaire, whether you're a thousandaire, whether you're a hundredaire, it's important to be aware. If you don't think these multi-billion dollar um, people are not aware of where their pennies are going, you're mistaken. You're mistaken. Long are the days where, you know, people are unaware of where their money is going. And if they're not, that's just shame on them, right? We need to be aware. And as some of us are parents, we also have the opportunity to identify where um, where we're teaching our children financial awareness, financial literacy, because we're changing the generation. If you are unaware, let it stop with you. Don't let that go into your child's future. Teach them the importance of being aware of where every penny is going. Understand their taxes. Understand everything. The same mistakes they don't have to make. Don't allow that to be their story as well. Teach them the importance of saving, planning for their future. Is it fun talk? No. Nobody wants to talk about bad stuff that could happen. It's a responsible thing to do. Unlikely are they going to get into, um, you know, run into a bag of a million dollars on the side of the street. That's, that's not real. It's unlikely. So they need to plan for opportunity to move forward. Yes, Coach D, let it stop with you. Let it stop with you. You get to decide that. And isn't that a freeing thing, th thought? That the bad habits get to stop with you? If you're a parent, I don't know, I'm not a parent myself, but I imagine that feels really good. It would make me feel good to know that I'm empowering my children for the future. They don't have to struggle or suffer in the same way that you may have.
had to do in your past or in your current. Teaching them the importance of being aware of how, how money works, how it works. Because let's be honest, it, it's not changing. Right. Whether whether we talk about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and things like that and where that's going still doesn't change the fact that they need to know about financial awareness. They need to be financially secure, financially aware. But that's all about teaching. That's all teaching. And if we know that we're not the same, we're not as as capable. Well, who do you know is? Or where can you find that level of support that can train you or teach you to be more financially aware? Just because you not, may, may consider yourself not to be good at it doesn't mean you shouldn't still learn. Doesn't mean that. You still need to own it and figure it out because this is a part of your life. This is a part of your world. If something were to happen to the person who was taking care of your finances, would you be scratching your head trying to figure out, well, I don't know how to pay this, do that or whatever. Now we're, we're in the 21st century. So there are now apps for everything, reminders, auto pay, all these things. No longer do we have to write checks for things, right? But it's still important to be aware. Be aware. This is your future we're talking about here. These are your dollars and cents. You work for it. You should know where it's going. And if, if you're realizing that these two pennies rubbing together ain't enough, you should figure out other opportunities to find other, other streams of income. Am I saying that you must work for someone to get there? No. You have the power of entrepreneurship. But always remember, the power of collaboration is just as important. Finding people that can help you get to your objective, get to your goal. That's important. That's important. I was listening to um, a documentary last night uh, of Sidney Poitier, and um, one of the people that was speaking um, on on his behalf was talking about, you know, he was unable to read until he was an adult, until he was over the age of eighteen, and every day that he worked in this diner. He was trying, you know, trying to read the newspaper and practicing, practicing, practicing. And someone, one of the employees there as well, saw that they were he was trying to learn to read. And he, you know, agreed to help him every day, every single day he practiced. And um, Morgan Freeman was the person that was talking in, in the documentary. And he was saying there are people want to help people who want to help themselves with action. If a person sees you trying and trying and trying, eventually the universe will reward you with someone who can help you get there. That's where that collaboration piece comes in. Don't there's no award for getting there alone, getting there by yourself. There is no award for that. I've yet to see an Oscar for being alone. <laughs> So don't feel like you've got to get this gold gold prize for, for doing it by yourself. Ask for help. No longer do you need to suffer in silence. People are watching. People are watching you go through your journey. And I'm sure that many of you have had people come to you and say, hey, how can I help? What do you need help on? Start to think, what do I need help on? We're so used to wanting to do things alone, do things by ourselves. But really, what do you need help on? 
I have a, my accountability partner. She asks me this all the time. And I'm like, I don't need help with anything. I got this. But her and I work together more and more and more. I realize I do need support. You can't do it alone. Run a whole podcast, a business, a full-time job, all of the things. Grow an empire. Doing it by yourself is hard work. But what, why? Why do it alone? There's no badge of honor. People are put on this earth to help each other. We're built, we were put on this earth to be a community. Lean in on that. Build partnerships, build relationships, build each other up, represent each other, help each other. We're talking about financial awareness. That is just as important. Community can help build that financial security. Especially for the entrepreneur. So lean in on that. The rest of this week, we're going to be talking more about it. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about what is the difference between saving and investing. Again, we're diving in deep this week, y'all. And I'm hoping that you are able to learn something from this every week because I want you to really lean in on the things that are happening in this world, but also in your world. You are the most, most important person in your world. Party of one. But now that you're a part of this community, a part of the podcast, you have a group of people here, a movement. This is a movement of people that want to help each other thrive. And, and just like Mr. Triplett just said, if you're on Entra or any of these platforms that you're watching this, you are not alone. We're going to get through this together. We're learning together. We're learning together and enjoying the ride. So I hope each and every one of you have an amazing rest of today. Tomorrow we'll be back at it at 11 a.m. Eastern talking more about financial literacy and um, making it a, a great day. But remember to track those, those numbers today and, and see what your spend looks like today. And, and we'll talk about it tomorrow. Hope you have a good rest of your day. Hey, thanks for watching the latest episode of Ladder Talk Live. That last episode was jam-packed full of information. I know I took a lot of notes. I hope you were able to do the same. If you find yourself at the end of this episode wondering how to get your career back on track, or if you need just a little bit of career clarity, make sure you go to coachwalina.com to sign up for your free complimentary career consultation. Let's get your career aligned to where you're looking to go next. Again, we're here to help everyday people live extraordinary lives. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and wherever you watch the podcast so you are in the know when new episodes launch and new opportunities to learn are available. I'll talk to you soon.